0: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming
1: up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a
2: Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
1: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
5: The fucking tit balls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is insane. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. I have done this intro 15 fucking
2: times. Oh my gosh. Zoom is not our friend. No.
5: I think like we vastly underestimated. And if you guys are watching the video feed, first of all, I want to apologize because my skin, I swear my skin looks worse in this video than it does right now, but whatever. Relatable. But also if you see me looking down, <laughs> it's because I have Melissa on my computer Right. She's out. Fuck. She's on my computer. So I'm looking down talking to her. Um, But this like when we talked about like the the eventual event that it was going to be like lockdown safer at home, we were like, oh, yeah, and we'll record it remotely. It'll be fine. I don't think we realized that this is so much more complex because we're a call in advice show like that. Mm -hmm. We have to hear other audio besides just each other. So this has been. Yeah.
2: (laughs) it's been a journey we're both on two different devices but our quality is going to be great because we're actually recording from our phone and not directly from the computer yes well we also talked
5: mad shit on everybody whose quality was so bad so like there was no (laughs) way that like we could talk all this shit to each other and then suddenly be like yeah well ours is gonna look the same so wow (laughs) god damn it well guys what a journey I'm I'm gonna I'm losing my mind.
2: It's literally, guys, it's taken us an hour to just to start. <laughs> it's this. A, quite an hour. I would say it's forty-two minutes. Yeah, there you go. Um,
5: <laughs> well, guys, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. If you're new here, if you want to call in, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at Meganpodcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah. I just, this is crazy. Also, like, you are
2: receiving the most unflattering angle of me. Like, it is just, like, chin. It's 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 fine. fine. No, I can, I'm not even seeing your chin because the microphone's in the way. I'm seeing forehead. Oh, okay. My
5: forehead, that definitely (laughs) is a little too expressive right now. Well, should we get into the calls because it's taken us so fucking long? (laughs) What, could you have had Botox? I need some. I've just been too expressive. You look good. Thanks. No one's seeing me anyway.
3: Hi, Megan. I've been listening to the podcast for so long, I didn't even have to look up the number to call. Uh, Since you've been living with Moss for a while, I'm hoping you have some advice for me. I'm 21 and my boyfriend is 24. We've been living together for a little over six months now. Uh, We're getting ready to move into a new place soon, and there's a few things I would really like to fix before we do that. The first thing is decorating. I did most of the decorating for this place, but, of course, we picked out a lot of the stuff together. Um, Lately, he's been making comments about how he thinks our apartment is too girly, which it's not, and that he wants to pick out some of the stuff. I'm fine with that compromise, but his idea of decorating is, like, displaying all his Patriots gear and putting out his NFL beer cans. Am I being unreasonable for not wanting that in my apartment? (laughs) The second thing is he sucks at doing chores. His excuse is always that he works all day and he's too tired, but isn't that the life of every working adult? His other excuse is that he pays for more of the apartment because I'm just a student and I don't make as much money as him. I don't think it's unreasonable for me to ask him to do the dishes and take out the trash, regardless of how much more he's paying a month. Whenever I've tried to talk to him about it, he either gets super defensive or he says I'm right and promises he'll get better, but then he doesn't. If you have advice on maybe different ways I could try to talk to him about it or what I could do, it'd be greatly appreciated. <laughs> I'm rushing to call before he gets home from work, but thank you. Oi
5: oi. oy. oy, oy. Um, okay, first let's touch on the girly apartment because uh, we have pink chairs in our apartment and I completely understand his thoughts and feelings. And I even actually had one of Motz's, uh friends, his girlfriend, who they just moved in together when she came over here for the first time. She was like, how is there no like Broncos jerseys on the wall? Like, how did you get away with like all of like, it's so meticulously, clearly you. And here's what I'll say. Anything that is not oh like i will when we were decorating or whatever i would send mods like everything that i liked i will also say the issue is also like i lived here first like he moved in with me so there was a lot of stuff that was already established as like my stuff but like i okay so i got the pink chairs because like he we got in like a he was like being stupid or something about something and then he finally was like okay we can get the pink chairs but for anything else Mm -hmm. I would just pay like if it's something that he I would get him if he liked something, then cool, that's great. Like, I'm not going to get anything that he's like, no, I absolutely hate that. Like, I would send him everything. But if it's something that's not his style or is not what he would choose, but he still is okay with it, I would pay for it. Like, I wouldn't ask him to pay for something that he doesn't like. So I think that's like I would say that's the compromise. Like, if. Your boyfriend's thinking that, oh, it's too girly. I really don't like this stuff. And he's also splitting the cost for things. Like there's certain things that I bought and other things. Like I've like in the guest room, there are pink lamps and some pink fuzzy throw pillows. I bought those. But then for, <clears throat> excuse me, for our couch, which I wouldn't call it girly, um, are he we shared the cost of did we share the cost of the couch? Yeah, we shared the cost of the couch or like the dining room table set. He contributed to that. So I think there's like that's a compromise there. Um, but it is also hard if he is paying for more of the apartment. Like if he's paying for shit that he's not into, then I get that. I think like you have to let him have decorations. Yeah, but, but
2: I think the problem with the paying for him paying for more he's saying that he shouldn't have to do dishes no so that's what i was gonna say i think
5: if he's like if we're just if i'm gonna use the same um i think if he's if if he's like paying for more of the rent that makes me wonder if he's paying for all the decoration stuff but if he's paying more for the rent that like doesn't matter (laughs) that doesn't excuse him from anything like if he's paying for more of rent then you guys should move to a place that's cheaper that you can split 50 50 then like i don't think that there's
2: i agree yeah that doesn't make an excuse but also it's fair like to say that just because you're he's paying more for the apartment that he doesn't have to do dishes no he's saying it like it you're a housewife like he's hiring you for yeah or hiring you like as a, like he's paying more so therefore he's like
5: Reaping paying the benefits to
2: clean like yeah a, yeah
5: like that's that's like she's not the cool. house cleaner yeah no i think that's, that's not
2: cool or fair at all
5: no but i think like then figure out with him what are the chores Like divvy it up, like decide what Mm -hmm. he's going to do. Like, cause the two ones that you mentioned were doing the dishes and taking the trash out. Those are the ones when Mots and I were establishing, okay, what chores are you going to do? What chores am I going to do? Those are the ones that he was like, that's what I would, uh, I'm choosing to do those. And like, yeah, I'll still have to remind him, but I think there's compromise on either end. Like if it takes a little bit of time, if you're someone who needs to clean up every single night and he might not be, it might have to be. If he's, if he would want to clean up once a week and you want to clean up every single night, maybe it's okay. Three times a week, twice a week and like building up and finding that compromise for both of you, but maybe dishes and taking the trash out are the two things he hates the most. And he would rather do laundry and sweep like, so find out that stuff and divvy it up. Otherwise, otherwise, if he doesn't want to do anything at all, ever, then then you should be you should be getting paid because then you're babysitting (laughs) like yeah like it's just not that makes no sense to me it doesn't make any sense at all like at all and i just think yeah i I, and and also the idea that he's like well i've been like tired from going to work all day you're a student you're tired from school all day too like it's not you
2: have to when you come home you have to study yeah fair
5: oh my god yeah i didn't even think about that like that's not the idea that he thinks that it's not equal. And I think may- and maybe it is the fact that he resents that he's paying more. And also what if it's his apartment that she moved into that he was already paying more at? Like that would be ridiculous. But I think if you guys are moving yeah. in six months, I mean, if you've been lived together for six months, but you're moving now, I think like, I mean, I would reevaluate.
2: <laughs> like, Me too. Uh, Cause yeah, I just think especially you guys are at different points. Cause you're, she's 21. He's 24 he's in the workforce she's still in school like they're not yeah it's not going to be even until you're done with school so you gotta I think I don't want to say even but like he's not going to treat you yeah I don't know how to say this
5: no but I I get he's not not going to think of the same excuses for like you're not going to have the same excuses that he has
2: Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. and it's like he doesn't respect you
5: yeah, because I'll also say there, like I like Mott's works a typical nine to five job and I work from home and there are some days where I'm doing a ton. And there's other days where I'm like literally just not doing much and he will still come home. And if I'm not in the mood to like make dinner or if I'm like feeling low or whatever, like he'll cook dinner and he'll clean. And I'm the one mm-hmm. who's been sitting at home doing nothing all day, like just feeling shitty or whatever. And then he's the one who's gone to work all day. And then he still like it's never going to be 50 50. And I just think mm-hmm. that's ridiculous that he would hold that like above your head. But I also think that yeah. like, yeah, I think that he need you guys need to have that conversation and then talk about the hypothetical, like of you're like, okay, well, if we moved into a place where I could pay for half the rent, would you be cleaning more? And like, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, to me, it doesn't bode well for someone who like wholly respects you and is going to like pull that is going to support you regardless of like where you're at in your life. Like to me, it's like, it sounds like if you, like if you, let's say you like were working and you lost your job and you weren't contributing a lot of money that you would then be expected to like go above and beyond when like mental health wise, you'd probably be struggling. Like it just seems right.
2: doesn't seem. And this probably isn't even an issue now. (laughs) Oh my God. That's true. (laughs) Because you probably can't move uh you guys are stuck where you are right now and you're both probably working from home do you think he's cleaning now or no no
5: can you imagine that would be absolute bullshit like where you're doing school online and he's doing work at home like so there's really no like you're both like exerting the same amount of physical effort like Mm -hmm. he can't even come up with some fucking excuse there and imagine if he's still like no this is your responsibility yeah (laughs) you're dating a man child I just yeah. and I also wanna, I'm sorry yeah this is also a similar age gap to Mats and I and also a similar I think he was 25 when I was 21 um or maybe yeah we're like four plus years uh but I like yeah I, I mean I wasn't in school at the time but even then it like I don't think you could come up with an excuse that that's I don't know it's just it's not good it's not good at all but yeah I hope your quarantine hasn't been (laughs) terrible. Yeah. I hope she's in our Facebook group and then can let us know how the quarantine with her boyfriend has been. Or she can call back too. Oh yeah. Please call back too. (laughs) I just want to know now though, you know? Yeah. Okay.
3: Should we go on to the next? Hi Megan and Melissa. Um, So I'm 22 years old and I'm just calling because I could really use some advice. Um, So I've been with my boyfriend for a little over two and a half years. We met sophomore year in college, and we both graduated in May. And then we moved back home at the end of August. Since then, we've been doing long distance and see each other once every two or three weeks. Um, So going from seeing each other every day to barely seeing each other has definitely taken a toll on our relationship. And I have always been someone who struggles in saying how I feel and, like, talking about that. Um... And just like keeping things in, I also kind of feel like if I something bothers me that he does, I won't really say it to him, which I know isn't fair. Um, but really, recently I've been really good at saying how I feel, and when something upsets me, I will just say it. So with that being said, recently we have been feeling really disconnected from each other and alone. So the other day on Valentine's Day, I was really looking forward to hanging out with him. And I told him that I didn't want anything or to do anything. I just wanted to stay in and watch a movie and hang out with him. And so all I asked from him was him to make me a card because I love cards. And he was like, yeah, definitely I'll do that. And when the time came, he didn't bother putting in the effort to make me a simple card. So I was really upset by that. And I expressed it and told him that I didn't even want a card, basically. I just wanted something that I could read that showed me he loved me. And he was like, I know I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And then he went on to say how he feels like I always wish he was somebody else and how he thinks, never thinks I'm happy. And so I told him that a lot of times when he upsets me, I'll just keep it into myself. And that's not saying anything about him, but it's more just about my issue. And then, um, so I just let it get to my head and then I shut down and it's definitely not fair to him. And so I told him that I wanted to talk about it so we could both be on the same page and get back to how we were. And he basically just shut me down again and said, well, I don't know what you want me to say. I always feel like I say this, I always feel the same way about you. I don't know what you mean by getting on the same page. Like I've always been on the same page. And basically just shut me down and then it got me feeling really guilty for feeling some type of way because he said he doesn't feel the same way. So, I guess I'm just asking your advice about what you think I should do or say to him because I feel like nothing I say or how I calmly I try to stay, have a conversation with him. He always just takes it so personally and, like, no matter what, I'm always wrong. So, yeah. Thank you. And, by the way, I'm a Leo and he's a Gemini. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Mm.
5: Okay. I relate to I mean... Okay. First thing I would say is the issue with keeping things in and not communicating with your partner, it is going to be absolutely impossible for them not to take it personally, because if you don't communicate with your partner, the message that that sends to them is, I don't think it's worth it to tell you this because I don't think you're going to change. like, Or I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to adjust for this. So if you don't tell him that, it's because It's not because of that, like it might be any other reason for you, but for your partner, they're always going to receive it as, oh, it's not worth telling me this because they like you're essentially kind of just like brushing it off and shrugging it off and not being like, oh, I think he's better than this. Or I think that this was a misunderstanding. And like you're just not giving him the opportunity to like show you that. So I totally understand how he's feeling that way. I would also say you saying like we need to have a talk so we can get on the same page and as a fellow Leo, I understand it's just a little dramatic and ominous. And so I think like, as opposed to like planning to have a conversation, just start having a conversation because I think that probably freaks when you say like, Hey, we need to talk. That is like the epitome of like freaking someone out. And I think you just need to like say how you feel and not do this buildup. And I, I'm, I'm someone who used to really struggle with communication and now I over communicate, but like, It can kind of when you're not comfortable communicating your feelings, it can kind of buy you time and you kind of do that build up. But to somebody else receiving that, that I think like for him probably feels like what? Like I don't. And maybe you didn't mean that there's like this big difference communication with you guys. But I think like it boils down to like you guys have different love languages and you need to. I would take the love language quiz with him because even when you said I just needed something to know that he loves me. And I think for you, your love language might be gifts like you might need. He can tell you he loves you all this time and he's saying his feelings
2: haven't changed, but you're not receiving it because it's not in your love language. Um, I'm sorry. She's telling him exactly what she wants, but he's not doing it. She just wanted a cart, and he didn't even do that. But what was his response? Did he just if he just forgot? it wasn't even that he didn't forget he didn't say she didn't say he forgot she just said he just said oh yeah i should have done that
5: yeah i guess i want to know what his reaction was because like his, his if his reaction was like oh my god shit i totally forgot then and then but he made up the for it only him. thing
2: that she wanted like the only thing
5: yeah I, I guess any present i guess
2: or anything she yeah. just wanted a card She's saying exactly what she wants. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I should have done that. I think it's I think it's the love language
5: thing, though, because I don't think he's treating it as something that's that important to her. And I think that she even if she's stressing it, I think you guys need to. I think he needs to see and understand that that's your love language, not just. Oh, because he's probably thinking about in the sense like, oh, yeah, a card would be like that would be nice. And not in like, a, oh, this is going to mean so much to her thing. And maybe, you know, like, because you've said that it means a lot to you. Maybe he needs to see it in like, again, a stupid way of not love languages are stupid, but in a way that, hey, this is how or even just telling him like, this is how for me, I I really love like a token of love. Like, I love something tangible that I can hold that like really has a sentimental value to it. Um, I would say that because I mean. I'm giving him such the benefit of the doubt because the only thing I asked for Valentine's Day this year was flowers and Mott's didn't give me flowers and forgot and like but it wasn't a huge but for me that wasn't like my love language and I would then tease him about it later. But it wasn't, like, such a huge deal. And I wonder if your boyfriend kind of treated it like that. Like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want anything. I just want to hang out. And he took that as number one priority, just wants to do this. And then you're like, a card, like, all I want is a card. Like, a card would be nice. And he just tuned out after the first part of it. And I don't, maybe he didn't realize how important it was. I do think he, his response to, like, Not say confrontation but you guys arguing is a little like fatalistic of being like well i'm doing every like i don't know what Mm -hmm. you want me to do and all of that stuff i think you guys that's
2: what bothers me is because he keeps saying she keeps saying exactly what she wants and he's just but but she's saying that she's not
5: usually really good at communication so it takes a little bit of time and i think you guys are like the prime example of a couple who could benefit from therapy because i don't i think that You guys have been together for a while and if your communication has gotten better, this is something that I definitely struggle with. My communication wasn't always awesome. So even now, and this was something that has helped Mots and I so much in therapy, was that like now when I do communicate, he will spend a lot of time like trying to look under and like like the layers of it. Because from before, I wasn't super... I wasn't super upfront and he would have to do some digging to kind of decode what was underneath what I was saying. And now it's a lot of, okay, I've unlearned these behaviors of not communicating. You need to unlearn these behaviors of not thinking I'm communicating when I am communicating. So I think you guys could benefit from therapy for that. I just think you guys are so, even though you're doing better at communicating with your feelings with him, I don't think you're communicating with each other at all. Yeah. You know?
2: Like I yeah, just Yeah, they're not, I don't think I agree with that. I don't think they're hearing no. what the other's saying. They're just taking from it what they want.
5: For the first time ever, it doesn't really sound malicious on either end. Like I think you're both being like fair. I just don't think that either of you are really understanding what the other one is like saying or wanting, even though you're both expressing it, which is like that's the other complicated thing cuz it feels like well, obviously he should understand because this is what I'm saying, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's interpreting it like that. Or maybe he is and he's just like a total loser and then you'll f- go to therapy and figure that out.
2: That's how I feel.
5: <laughs> and you can still do therapy, um, uh, visual,
2: uh, visual, visual therapy. What's it called? Virtual therapy, telehealth, Virtual. all that stuff.
3: Like we're doing right now,
2: but it's not yeah. therapy.
3: Hi, Megan, Melissa and guests. So, I'm 20 years old and I've been with my boyfriend for unofficially, it's been way over a year, going on two years, but officially it's been about like almost a year. So, my problem is with this girl that he's been friends with for, you know, longer than he's known me. Like, they grew up together, she lives in his neighborhood, that type of thing. But she is like two or three years younger than I. Um, but I just get the vibe kind of that there's something going on or like there used to be something going on. But every time I asked him about it, he's always just like, no, like I always see her as a sister, blah, blah, blah. So I was fine with that. I was like, okay, whatever. But I met her and we all hung out together. This was quite a while ago. And I just felt like I was honestly third wheeling on their date. And I was just extremely uncomfortable the entire time. They were very flirty and touchy and just, it was just really uncomfortable for me. Um, I kind of let that go and I was like, maybe I'm just being crazy, whatever. That seems to be a trend in our relationship, by the way. Um, but then I went through his text because something about her still didn't sit right with me. And I found this one text where he called her babe. He was like, babe, let me know if you're coming over. And this was well when we were dating. Um, and after we told each other, we loved each other, whatever. Um, also he is my first real boyfriend and I lost my virginity to him. So it's kind of hard for me to, like, see all these red flags, you know. Anyway, so then I still didn't feel well about that. I confronted him, and he was like, that must have been a typo. Um, And I kind of let it go, even though I just was like, I feel like I'm being stupid, but I let it go. And then I went through his Snapchat because, again, still wasn't feeling right to me. And he said very sexually suggestive things to her, you know, like referring to having her nudes and like stuff like this and some really weird stuff. And it was very obvious that like it was there was something at some point. So I feel like I've been lied to. I told him basically if this happens one more time, like I'm done, I can't do it anymore. But I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on if you think I'm being stupid or what. From being crazy, like I don't care. Please just give it to me straight. Love the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Being crazy, all
2: the information is there. He's been lying to you the whole time. She didn't even say, and he admitted, like, yeah, that they like had slept yeah. together. But also, it's not even yeah. just that they had a pass. Like he's definitely cheating on you, like with yes, her like actively, currently, right now. Yes. Uh, you're not crazy but you're, you're just <laughs> blind yeah to what's actually going on around you like you went out you hung out with him and you felt like the third will you've always got this weird vibe he calls her babe and they've been talking about nudes and sexual stuff he does not think of her as a sister if he does that's sick um ah. and you just need to move on yeah (laughs) dump him like he's he's lying it's not like like he might like yeah we did something together he's not admitting and he's not saying like it it happened one time a while ago It it was it was a mistake Blah 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 no he is actively still doing this and lying to you about it
5: yeah and he's not hiding it well and this is and no. not hiding it well is the epitome of not respecting you. And like obviously, mm-hmm. like cheating on you is not respecting you. But like, hide not hiding it well and just like the fact that you hung out with her and they were doing that blatantly in front of you just shows how that's much disgusting. And like you know, the fact that they definitely talked about it after and she was like, "Oh my god, your girlfriend like literally has no idea." Like that's so crazy. Like. Th- like they're talking about you being stupid, which I say out of like love. Like I say this out out of like being like, I hope clearly you've seen all these red flags and you're addressing them as red flags and you're still in the relationship and you want us to tell you that you're being stupid. So w- we're telling you that like you're being stupid. <laughs> like this is not yeah and I've uh and as somebody who like Leo and I refer to each other like brother sister. And like the first time Mott's Mott's and I had known each other before, uh Leo and I became friends, but like even for, like, before Mott's, like, really met Leo and started hanging out, he was like, oh, yeah, I mean, of course I was, like, okay, he's like your brother, but, like, okay, like, what, and then he's like, oh, no, 100% platonic, and the same thing with, like, girls that he, like, that he's dating, like, he's like, oh, this is Megan, she's literally like my sister, and -hmm. there's nothing, but there's no, you don't do that with, like, friendships that are, like, your, that's not how, if you refer to someone as your sister like that, like, he's just doing that as like a cover-up in a way that that's not how people who refer to each other their friends like oh this is like my brother this is like my sister and if they act like that they're they're fucking then they're fucking yes and especially if they're doing it in front 100%. of you like he should have been like if he was like actually a smart dude it would have you would have never met this girl
2: like why did you even meet her like that's the part that is that's like i think because it's because it's under the guise that this is my sister and no, he can but, just do but he what shouldn't once in the open.
5: But that's what I mean but like I the, just, that he's such an idiot that he like yeah, yeah, not yeah. even he's such an idiot like he thinks so little of you that he's going inter- to like he's going to not even hide her from your life. Like he's just going to have her be right there and then call her like his like be like, "Oh, she's just like my sister." And then blatantly be like that all in front of you
2: because it's an excuse that he can keep doing what he's doing.
5: Exactly. And he doesn't have to hide it. Mhm. Yeah, this is just be- also yeah.
2: the thing about you losing your virginity to him we hate that and term that makes you yeah i hate that term one but two like i understand what you're trying to say is that he's your first real boyfriend and he's the first person that you've really had feelings for so you want to hold on to that feeling but mm-hmm. you need to have more respect for yourself
5: yeah I think it maybe it's your first relationship so you're not necessarily used to like oh what is normal and what's not like you don't have something mm-hmm. to compare it to but like I as much as I understand that excuse that doesn't like negate your feelings like you have a gut instinct and you have those sort of like oh this doesn't feel right and it doesn't and like that's such like a male like a a narcissist like yeah like a male misogynistic uh narrative of being like oh well like you don't have any you don't have anything else to compare it to and it's like i don't need mm-hmm. something to and compare it to like if it doesn't make me if it doesn't sit right with me it doesn't sit right with me it doesn't need to be like oh well i've never had any other boyfriends. so like i guess like maybe this is just how it goes like not saying that you're li- like that's how you're thinking about it but to me that is such like a male thing put in your head essentially of being like Oh, well, like, you know. I
2: gave this to him. You didn't give anything to him. No. He was just the first guy that you had sex with.
5: Exactly. He was the first person that stuck their penis. It's the first person that you had penetrative sex with, mm-hmm. assuming, or whatever you it. did. And that's it. And that's, like, literally, I don't even think about, I, like, hardly ever think about the guy, the first guy I ever slept with, who was, like, my first boy for I my first do. love.
2: Never fucking think of him. I'm like... Don't really give a shit like at all. Yeah. He does not own anything that I didn't give him anything. He didn't take anything from me. And he doesn't have ownership of that. And I also
5: think that there's like if you want to put any importance on something like that, put it on the last person that you sleep with. Mm -hmm. Like that's the one, the last person that you choose to spend the like, that's who you want to sleep with for the rest of your life. And here's the thing. Even people who put like the concept of virginity on a pedestal. Change the narrative, you can again the if, if the if you if you married or like you ended up with the first person you ever slept with, it doesn't matter they were the first person. they were the last person. like it's still the same right. it's the same fucking thing. like that's the part that I think is so like just dated and dumb. um and I think you need us to tell you that you're being stupid and you're not being crazy. And again, women being crazy in these situations is the epitome of guys telling you that you're being crazy. And if this Mm -hmm. is like your first like you lost like you like had sex for the first time with him. And if he was your first relationship, then it is directly him telling you that you're being crazy about being worried about this sort of stuff, because I don't foresee. I don't know. I don't necessarily foresee like if you've had a conversation with him about it and he's reassured you and been like, oh, don't be crazy, blah, blah, blah that's it's gaslighting and then you go on to then like find fucking like him referencing her nudes and calling her babe and him saying babe is a typo that is the worst excuse i've ever had baby is the only other one exactly and that's like again i think of the only the only males that call me babe i don't think my mods like never fucking calls me babe sometimes but like
2: you call him babe
5: i call him babe but like uh the only other guys who call me babe are gay like mm-hmm. our babe or baby, that's it. Like my, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, no, it's just hella fucking, hella, hella, you hella. you ever asked dumb. Leo for his notes? No. I'm trying to think <laughs> if I've seen any of it. No, I've never seen any of his notes. Ugh. I would die. I've seen like funny compromising pictures. I think we've, ta- I think him and I told you about one of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that, but there was like never fucking any genitalia. Like if, I would be like, get, get the fuck out of it. Because it makes me sick yeah. to my stomach. It's like, ugh. It's disgusting. It's like a sibling. Like, it's so fucking gross. Anytime I even talk about, like, we'll talk about sex stuff, like, left and right. But, like, if anything ever gets to a point where, like, too like, graphic, he's like, I need you to stop because I'm just picturing it. And it's, like, making me want to throw up. And I'm like, yeah, that's the exact same way how I feel about you. Break up with him. He's a fucking Please. idiot. And also, you know, you know, like, either he's going to gaslight you and try and get you to stay until you you're being crazy or he's just like not even gonna give a shit do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. he's just gonna be like mm, whatever like i'm fucking this other girl it's just so there's no excuse <laughs> and like typo i'm not over it a typo like and he's like oh no Nick really thinks children? that you're an idiot that's what i mean like, like that's i think that the worst part fucking stupid he thinks you are such a fucking idiot that he's like I can literally hang out with my side piece. I can hang out with the girl that I'm cheating with, with my current girlfriend. And she has no idea. I can call her babe, talk about the nudes that I have. And I'm like able to convince her that she's just being crazy. Like what a dumb shit. Like that, like he has zero respect for you and you should not have any respect for him. And you need to like, just walk the fuck out of his life because he is a piece of shit. Like an absolute piece of shit. Ugh. I apologize Bye. i feel so bad for you um but yeah you just you need to be done and also like we usually give like the oh snoop more like you've literally found everything mm-hmm. i fucking hope i you're not mean quarantined yeah him. break
2: up with him by a vibrator we're all quarantined so you're not going anywhere no but i'm hoping um, she's not
5: with him she's not i don't i don't think i'm willing it, say they i'm to willing anything. that they're not <laughs> they're not physically yeah. together right now uh, imagine they're all three quarantining together, and he's like, "I don't know why you're being crazy, man. Like, oh babe, you're being gosh. like fucking insane. And she's like, wait, "Wait, which babe are you talking to? Me or her? <laughs> which one?" <laughs> and he's like, oh babe, one." I can't. You're all three sleeping in the same bed, and he's like, "I don't know why you're being crazy." <laughs>
2: <laughs> His dick is like in her mouth. L- I don't know why. I don't know why you're. I, being- I just fell over. <laughs>
5: like, sorry. I just, like, have a cut on my penis, and I couldn't find any, like, bandages. So Like, she's just, like, yeah. helping me out. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Saliva has cleaning properties. Did you not know that? Yeah, break up with this oh dude. Is it time for a break now? It's time for a break. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hello, everybody. We are back from our break. Did you miss us? Clearly, we have not moved at all because I am essentially in, like, I'm surrounded by equipment.
2: Um, As am I.
5: Which was my goal to, like, make my skin look not as bad, but it's really not working. Um, Again, I swear it does not look this bad in real life. It's fine.
2: Who cares? throw a filter on it. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's get into the rest of the calls.
6: I've been with my current boyfriend for about five months and I'm honestly at a point where I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, he hasn't said I love you. I don't know if five months is a long time or not a long time. Like if I should be worried about that at this point, but you know, he's terrible at texting. He's not very responsive. I've told him before that it annoys me and he says he understands. Um, but it's kind of becoming a point where I don't know, am I just high maintenance? Am I being psycho when I text him and he doesn't respond for multiple hours? And I know it's just because he's playing some video game or is that something that I should be chill about and I should be able to just go with the flow and not be so quote unquote crazy. Cause I feel like that's a pretty popular thing, you know, popular portrayal that, some psycho girl that's super high maintenance and like, oh my god, he didn't text me back in five minutes. He must hate me. I really don't want to be that bitch. So I can't tell if I am being that bitch or if it's within my rights to say, "Hey, like, you don't give me enough attention." Um, the thing is that she'll do one super sweet thing for me, maybe, uh, and then kind of use that. As like a, well, I mean, I did this nice thing for you, so why are you mad? And in my opinion, it's like, well, you can't just do one nice thing for me once a month and then use that, you know, to ignore me the rest of the time. So basically, what do I do? Like, is this guy fucking with me? Is it a red flag that, like, he hasn't expressed deeper emotions after five months? Or do I just need to chill the fuck out? I don't know. I'm sure that your feedback is going to be brutal, and that's what I want. So yeah, love the podcast, and thanks for listening.
5: Um, I think we have to break this down into like sections. I agree.
2: So five if months. He had a board.
5: <laughs> I don't think is ridiculous that
2: he hasn't said "I love you" at all. No. But also on the other side, I don't think. <sighs> it's that long too. like have they actually defined what their relationship that's is? that's what i like, mean
5: like i think like yeah. five months most people i know like dating five months you're not even like necessarily exclusive yet <laughs> or i mean you might be exclusive but like, you're not boyfriend mm-hmm. girlfriend yeah so i think that there's like you can just still be dating like we've been dating for five months so mm-hmm. i don't think that that's a red flag uh i also am curious if you've told him that you love him
2: and right. If you, you didn't specify that. And also,
5: do you love him, or do you just feel like he should love you at the? Jamie,
2: at the, it's on a timetable. Like you think that you guys have been together for this amount of time, so you think that you know what? Now we've got. We say, should be love in love. A little bit heavy. Yeah. But yeah. Like, but are you in are love? You in, though? Are you actually in love with him? Yeah. it not
5: I've dated people for like five months and never said I love you. Like, because yeah. I didn't love them. Was not
2: Yeah. But and I think it's interesting that she never said that yeah. she said it because I don't think you have. I don't so think you expecting have expecting him to be the first one to yeah. say it just because he should.
5: But it also doesn't sound like you're like, I really love him or like, I feel like I'm at this place and he's not mm-hmm. there. Um. So, yeah, I just feel like a lot of this is like arbitrary timetables. Uh, and I think like, the OK, so I'm not a big texter at all. Like I'm. Nope takes hours yeah it does and also i know the
2: i know the fastest way to get to you is on instagram <laughs> yeah it is, it is. um because i'm also like ooh, what does it say and, and then i can see like if you've seen it or not yeah exactly <laughs>
5: but i'm also like that's part of me just like i'm got adhd it's just not a yeah. out of sight out of mind thing and if if iphone could make texts unread
2: oh I would do oh. that too. I only, the only people that I text back immediately is like for when I need work stuff. Exactly. But otherwise it's just going to sit there until I'm done doing what I need to do.
5: Or until I've done the thing. And then it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Now I can yeah. have the brain with to like do this and figure that like to talk yeah. about this or whatever. Um, or if it's like someone sending me a video, I'm not going to like, I don't have time to like watch it yet. So like, I'm going right. to respond after I've watched it. Um, exactly. mostly TikToks, but So I'm not a huge texter and MOTS is definitely a far better texter than I am. And I think that like at the early stages of dating, that can be really frustrating because it does feel like, oh, they're not really responding as much like blah, blah, blah. Like, what is all of this? And I think like I don't think it should be a massive issue this early on. Unless you're not getting stuff other the other you're not actually like feeling like you're getting anything out of the relationship. So then like if there's not a ton of texting happening, then it feels like there's nothing really happening in this relationship at all. Like I think it needs like the reason why I can be like a not great texter with him is because
2: like we we see each other At the every end day. Of the day you're gonna see him
5: yeah so i think it's so much more important when you're not seeing someone every day and he might just not he just might be someone who's not into constant communication so like the whole like psycho crazy thing um like we literally just had the last call like that's a narrative that like men have used to like describe women and also even if in the situations we're like well I don't want to be that bitch she's like he's not texting back after 5 minutes that bitch quote unquote is only the reason that way is because her ex boyfriend like the last guy that she dated made her be like this like even if it's in like right. a quote unquote healthy normal relationship and they're they have those triggers it's because of another dude from a different fucking relationship so no matter what it's not like on you or even if it is on you like on the person who's happening to then then more likely than not that's like familial like histor- hysterical historical like daddy issue yeah. mommy issue drama
2: abandonment shit yeah, so the only that bitch that we recognize here is the kind that Lizzo speaks of yes you it's empowering that bitch yes. that,
5: like you want to be that bitch we never want to yeah. have like let's just like erase the like the narrative of like I don't want to be that bitch no no, no you always want to be that are, bitch yeah
2: you are that
5: bitch. you are that bitch that bitch is a goal it is not something you want to avoid Mm -hmm. like she is the best so um but i do i do wish i kind of understood in in what what kind of texting are we talking about because if it's just like carrying on like a conversation throughout the day some people just aren't huge texters like that and maybe it's as opposed to that you guys have a facetime every day or like you Mm -hmm, talk on the phone me too and i think that's how, like there's only a couple of people and that's long distance friendships that I have I will text every day like my friends who I yeah. see like in LA I don't like we don't we'll like text when we need something or if I like send you something funny mm-hmm. but like we don't catch up on text
2: yeah I agree but my sisters we have an ongoing exactly. text message all day and that's like us checking in with each other mm-hmm. and we're all on different schedules so that's like we have that going but like anybody else. I'm not sitting. I've got like 30 something unread text oh, messages thanks. on my phone oh, I'm right now. Look, I'm you, recording you're recording right. on it. Yep. Yeah,
5: so. I've got <laughs> 36. Did
2: you just say 36 too? I said 30 something. Oh, I have but 36.
5: Yeah. But yeah, so I do want to know what that is because if it's like you trying to schedule like a time to talk and he's just not responding at all, then I think that's, then, then that to me is like, it's not an issue of him not responding. It's him like avoiding you. But Mm -hmm. then if it's just like trying to keep up a conversation throughout the day, and if you just have a straightforward, like blunt conversation with him of being like, what is your ideal texting style? Like, what is your ideal way that we would communicate throughout the day? And if he says, um, like, I like I wanted to I like we'll give you I like calling you in the morning and like calling you at night and then like maybe one or two check ins throughout the day via text, then And then maybe yours is you like from like start to finish, wake up to like go to bed, just a constant steady texting conversation. I think you guys need to manage, you both need to manage your expectations because I don't think either of you are feeling like fulfilled by what it is. I also feel like there's so much of the excuse of like, oh my God, playing video games, like this guy playing video games, not responding, blah, blah, blah. I know that video games can be addicting. I mean, Mott's just got an Xbox, but to be fair, I'm more addicted to puzzles than he is to the Xbox. Um... But I do think that the amount someone texts you doesn't indicate how they feel about you or how much they care Mm -hmm. about you unless their actions are like they don't care about you. So like I think if you're looking for the text messages to like confirm or deny what you're feeling like in person or when you are talking to him, then I think that's a different story. Like I think if like you're feeling like he doesn't really care and he's not really into you when you're talking and like when you're hanging out in person and the text messages are mirroring that, then I think that's your answer. But I think if like when you're all, when you're in person and everything's great and it's all fine, then I don't think, I think you just have different texting styles, but okay. I don't know how much you like him either.
2: <laughs> yeah. You did not specify that at yeah. all. You weren't like, I like him so much or I love him. Yeah. You're just talking about the things that are arbitrary and also Mm
5: -hmm. we always say this on the show is that like your feelings shouldn't be contingent on his feelings so you loving him shouldn't be like oh well I only love him if he loves me too (laughs) because that's like no like that like when when I when and I first said it like it got to a point where he had said it like you know a couple of times and I would like I'm not ready I'm not ready and like cut it off but um the first like it got to a point for me where I was like I wasn't worried about saying it first I didn't say it first but I was like I have to say it at some point it's just I'm just gonna fucking like accidentally blurt it out and it wasn't like oh I'm gonna hold out and wait until he says it so I can say it back it was like oh I want him to say it so I can say it back but it wasn't a I'm not gonna say it unless he says it I just think that that's yeah, it's just a weird power dynamic thing that you like, don't want to show your hand. But yeah, if you've been, if you really like him, then ch- express how you feel. And if he doesn't feel the same way, like maybe it's better that you, it's better that you know that now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I just, or you're in too deep, but I don't think that you like him anymore. I don't
5: think you like him at all. I think you like him. I don't think you like really like him. I think yeah. you just want someone to text too. Mm hmm. And like, I will say like that, those early stages, like that's when you're supposed to be like oh, texting, having fun thing. But yeah, it's also about managing expectations. Like when Mots goes away for like bachelor parties and stuff like that, like we have a whole system where like I get a call in the morning and I get a call, get a call in the morning and a call at night or a FaceTime in the morning, a FaceTime at night. And then whatever happens throughout the day, I'll get like check-ins, but it's not like a, like an ongoing conversation. But you right. guys have to establish what it is that you guys are going to do. Otherwise, I think you're gonna feel disappointed or feel like you're being like needy or crazy, but you have to say what you want or what you mm-hmm. need. So yeah, but again, I don't think like, you really like him. And if anything, this has probably only gotten worse in quarantine. Yeah. Like the not texting. Or it could be better. True. No, I feel like he's just playing so many more video games. Yeah. Um,
4: but my ex left me because of drugs, which was stupid because, like, I wasn't doing drugs frequently. Whatever. Um, But he was telling everybody that he left me because I wouldn't stop doing drugs. Maybe it was terrible because I'd only done shit twice in about a year. Whatever. Um But, like, we still talk all the time. And I'll come, like, talk all the time. And he'll come over sometimes. And it started, with, like, a booty call. But now we'll just come over to, like, cuddle and watch a movie. Like, it doesn't even... I thought it was, like, about sex at first, but, like, he still tells me how much he misses me, and it doesn't make sense, and, like, I've brought up a few times, like, trying to get back together, and trying to just date instead of, like, because obviously he's not going to back to where it was, but he always tells me that I broke his trust, and I ruined his trust, and I just, like, am I fucking missing something? Like, I don't. I understand I fucked up, but because we had done shit together and he never directly said to me he didn't want me doing anything, he just told my friends, like, almost a year ago that he didn't want them to let me do anything, I just didn't think it'd be a huge deal. And I haven't done anything since, obviously. It's been almost two months since we broke up, and I miss him so fucking much, and we still talk all the time. And it's just so dumb. I feel so dumb. I miss him so much. Like, he's probably coming over tonight. Like, it's so stupid, and I want him back, and I don't want to give up on it, but, like, I just don't. I know it's my fault we broke up, but I still can't see that it's my fault we broke up. And, like, I don't know. He's always going to tell me to forget about him. I don't even fucking care. I just wanted to get this out, and I thought this would be a good place to do it. So, um, thanks. Love the podcast. Um, I appreciate what you do. And I guess I'll go now. Bye.
5: Um, first of all, that's what? a fire sign
2: if I ever fucking heard one. <laughs> But like, what? What drugs? Um, what? What drugs? Yes. Um, how are you missing him if you're seeing him every day? <laughs> uh, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> uh, you guys did stuff together, but then he got mad that you did stuff with his with your friends. I have so many questions. And My I think number you just, one like, question sped is out things. What drugs? <laughs> like what drugs? Because
5: like heroin? Okay. I get it. And if like he was using too and like now he's not using and like let's say it was like heroin, meth, like fentanyl, like anything like any like o- any opiate. Like let's say it's an opiate pills whatever. And if you guys were you like doing stuff together and then he was like he stopped and then he told mm-hmm. your friends, "Hey, I don't want you to do this anymore." And then you continued to do that. I would understand not in like a oh you broke my trust but in like a oh I can't I'm so I'm cl- I'm sober like I'm not Yeah. I'm not doing
2: I she didn't say any no, of
5: that. And you also didn't say the term. Didn't you didn't say using. You kept saying doing drugs. Yeah. And doing drugs usually <laughs> is like such like a like decoding language. Using drugs is not like that's like shrooms, acid, yeah. like LSD, like we, like weed. Uh, Molly ecstasy like using is like a you said you've done you did drugs twice and that's not like in the last year yeah so it doesn't I'm not I don't know and maybe it maybe it's your classification that you like will do all of that other stuff but then the doing drugs is something like maybe this was a harder substance like again like like an opiate and you only did that one twice but like I just need to know what that is because like to be fair that fully changes it because if it is oh you guys are both like using he stopped using he's like working towards sobriety and he can't be with someone who is who might not like it doesn't sound like together what
2: but they're still together
5: that's what i don't get though but if like him saying like it's like an arbitrary thing of being like oh i can't be in a relationship with someone and like have like the reason have them who the reason that they wouldn't be using is because i asked them to versus them not wanting to do you know what i mean because like mm-hmm. if you ask someone who's like using to make like, please don't use if, if they stop for that the likelihood you have to want it like if you want to get sober you have to do it for yourself yeah. and so if it's like he doesn't want to be in a relationship with someone who's not taking that seriously but again it's just like the term like to me this sounds like you guys like were doing ecstasy at concerts and then you did like he didn't want you doing it with anybody else and then like you went to like a fucking rave with your friends and like did acid and he broke up with you like that's what it like that's the most logical explanation of my point in my I mind i get
2: that but i don't understand okay so it started how long has this secondary third very third relationship step gone because it was first like he was mad and then telling everybody that you guys were doing drugs that you were doing drugs and that's why you broke up but then you started having booty calls and now you're cuddling and he's coming over every day like how long has that been going on and why do you miss him if you're still doing everything that people do in relationships except for maybe like going on dates which seems like that would be the next step, but we're all quarantine, quarantine right now, so maybe you aren't seeing him. I don't know.
5: You better not be seeing him. <laughs> but like, also,
2: how did you and break their living together trust? At this point? Yeah, because you, she did drugs behind his back. But like, did you say like you're right? I'm never, I'm never gonna do like guys. When you call in, please give us all the information. Yeah, this makes no fucking we sense. Can't- yeah, we can't give you help if you're not gonna give us all the information that we need to.
5: Well, I think a lot of time people don't want to. You don't want to like not incriminate yourself, but like, like you have to own up to the stuff that you've done in this because, like, also to be fair. Even if you like say everything that you've done and like you really you don't sugarcoat it, like we still might be on your like we still we're not gonna. Like, we're not always going to tell you that you're being dumb in the situation because this is what I don't get. Like if he, if you, if he, let's say it's like acid, like it's like hallucinogens and you guys were doing it together. And then he was like, Hey, like, don't do this with anybody else. And what was your, re- your reaction was like, okay, I'm not going to do it with anyone else. Like, what was his reasoning? Why? Because that's controlling. Like, if it's not like, I am not cool with drugs and I'm not cool with anyone I date doing drugs. Um, and for me that's I we again I refer to them as like party drugs versus like face down in a pool drugs like I'm also at this point like my anxiety is just like too bad regarding them that I like smoke weed that's totally fine like but anything else more than that like is just incredibly like triggering for me and so it's that but I'm also I'm not using I'm not doing drugs with my partner and then saying but you can't do them with anybody else because that's a control aspect it's not Mm -hmm. like a oh I have like trauma related to drugs or i have someone in my life who's like pat like passed away from like addiction and it's something that really like is uh it's like a hard it's like a deal breaker for me as someone who does that regardless of what drug it is But it's not that so to me it just sounds like weirdly controlling and then also you being like I know that I broke his trust, and like I know that I fucked up and like this is my fault and like I'm the reason why our relationship broke up but also like I'm not really understanding that I think that's like the rational part of your brain that is like trying to like break through all of this to be like yeah it's ridiculous for someone to ask me to not to only do something with them okay that sounds like like anti-monogamy but like like a recreational drug. Like it's, it's not okay for me to like, that's like being like, it's not okay. Like you, like don't eat meat with anyone else. Only eat meat with me. (laughs) Like it's not something that's exclusive to relationships. Do you know what I mean? Like, or even like stereotypical, like movie style of like, oh, sex and like holding hands and all of that stuff. It's not like, quote unquote, relationship stuff that he's asking you to keep exclusive to your relationship. He's asking you to keep doing drugs exclusive to your relationship. And to me, that sounds like, oh, did he have a bad experience with someone else like like doing drugs and like an ex-girlfriend and then she ended up cheating on him or something like that. But I just think it's very weird. Like, I think the whole thing is super, super weird. And again, unless like he's no longer doing drugs and that's what it is. But like, and also like he told all of your, like, he sounds like a shitty dude. Like he told all of your friends like, oh, she can't stop using drugs. And like you, you literally did them twice last year. And like, why the fuck are you still even talking? He sounds like a complete like, because she misses him so
2: much, but she misses him so much.
5: I can't, I can't, I can't like that's just dumb as shit like he doesn't respect you and also if you break up chances are he's gonna like if you have if he has your nudes if he's gonna go around and spread and say that you're doing drugs when you're not he's gonna fucking leak your nudes like he's gonna he sounds like such a vengeful person that like he has to get even like I would he's saying that you broke his trust and I think that sounds like so much projecting to me of like him basically being like you can't trust me Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm a loose cannon. I'm going to do whatever I fucking want. And like, I don't care if it hurts you. Like I, my goal is to hurt you if you hurt me. And then again, him turning it on you and saying, it's like those people who get very like hyper defensive and accusatory of something that like you're not doing, but they're accusatory of it because they're doing it. That's what that sounds like to me that he's like being like, oh, I can't trust you. But it's like, well, clearly you can't trust him. So yeah, you sound like brainwashed by the dick yeah and i really hope you're social distancing and physical distancing and not seeing him and uh-huh. we need a clarifying call we yes, need please. to understand and don't
2: be like the girl that uh oh god said the dude that broke her back blew her back out because we don't need like i don't need a new we story want clarifications we don't need you to have a totally different call
5: no no i don't we, we we've got a pretty good character sense of like him from or we've got an idea we need more of to clarify this if you give us like more unrelated information it's not going to make any of this more clear no so it's just need, a new problem yeah we need to know what drugs they are all of that shit and also like don't do your friends like fucking hate him i would right. hate him if that was like one of my friend's boyfriends like, imagine, they're just at, like, a pissy. fucking, like, I don't know, like, a Wiz Khalifa concert. And he's like, can't believe you would do that without me. It's like, okay, fucking loser. I just can't. I can't. I can't. What if it's, like, he, she went to Burning Man without him? Or maybe they went to Burning Man together. And they had and this, they like... And
2: they only do drugs at Burning Man.
5: Yeah, and they had this, like, experience. And he was like, I could never do it again. Like, maybe he had one of those, like like very like sexual like they were rolling and they had like crazy fucking sex and now he's convinced that every time she's rolling she's like having crazy sex
2: (laughs) ridiculous
5: it's fucking dumb i can't i don't i like have lost all track of time do we have another call
2: we have an update oh oh update
5: okay update
2: time yeah update time so this is from the episode with Bose and uh the original caller was having sexual issues with her boyfriend. Okay. And there might have been hints dropped about his sexual Ooh. orientation. Yeah. And it's an
5: update. It's her call. Yeah. Oh,
2: shite.
3: So, I was a girl who called in on episode 112. This was a callback, by the way. Called in episode 112 where both of a guest and I'm the girl with a boyfriend who's super chaste and sexually shy and everyone in the comments and you guys thought he was gay. Um, for clarif- clarification, this, this boy ain't gay. He's
6: <laughs> definitely very
3: straight. But I have put together a few things since I first called in and the easy answer him to being so sexually shy is that there's more than just one answer. And they all stack on top of each other. So first, he was raised in like a super Catholic household, but like full absence was the expectations. From day one, and he just had some hang-ups about sex in general. So, secondly, we were each other's first for everything. So, I literally had to show this man how to, like, unhook a bra and basically everything else about women. And third, like, you guys totally hit the nail on the head when he said that he's the kind of guy who is so respectful that he's afraid to cross any kind of line, despite the fact that, like, I might not be drawing any or I definitely wasn't drawing any. Uh, but, yeah, he he's, like, apologized before for, like, coming on too strong or, like, doing something that he thought was disrespectful i'm like no nah, you're fine um <laughs> next um he actually does have some like body confidence issues that he doesn't like to talk about so i kind of forget about them sometimes but they'll come up every once in a while and i feel like this is one of the main issues for him so he used to be in a full-time like he used to be a full-time athlete and then he quit to get a degree so obviously like his body's changed when they're not being out all the time and that led to like a lot of insecurities for him so the whole conversation came about because I complimented saying, like, damn, you're really sexy. Um, and he literally stopped me in the middle of that sentence and explained that he was like, I, I don't feel that way. Like, I just, I don't feel sexy um, ever. And he's just very hypercritical of himself and picks everything, especially, like, photos of himself and specific parts of his body, and he just has a genuinely really time, like, hard time feeling sexy. Um, and I felt like this was important to explain just because I feel like this is the perception of men and there's this thing of like all men are super sexu- sexually experienced and confident when it comes to sex but I also feel like there's this other side where we give them like points for trying and we're like well you did your best it wasn't good but it's all you've got um and I just I wanted to say that I think that there has to be something in the middle uh, especially when it comes to sex and relationships and between couples like it's a process you don't have to be like this fuck boy who's just great at everything, but you also don't have to like just resign yourself to being insecure and bad at sex or things like that. Like you can, it's a process, like you can grow and it's something that you can learn from each other. Um, and also taking into account, like it's important to remember that your partner might have different hangups and issues and insecurities that you can work on together. But thank you so much for the advice. I really did appreciate it. And I love you all very much. Thank you. Bye.
2: But I still think that this, that she's not making excuses for him.
5: Well, this is because also, people
2: were saying he was gay.
5: I was going to say, I feel like this callback is just defensive, and I don't say that in yeah. like a, a, a mean way. I think like it's so odd. I mean, you're saying that you you hear our advice and that stuff, but it. I don't know. I don't feel like we gave you any insight that you like everything that you're sharing now. You didn't share the first call, mm-hmm. and it's nothing that we. Like, we brought up the body-conscious thing, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know he is. Do oh, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems yeah. like all of this stuff was there when you called the first
2: time. But you didn't share it. No. And what you chose to share was talking about how he doesn't like going down on you. How, mm-hmm. um, and he's, like,
5: surprised that you would do certain stuff, and he doesn't yeah. know what his fantasies are. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. weird and I think like Again we uh, need
2: all The information when you guys Yeah because like, we
5: talked about The like maybe like the religious aspect Of it and like any time like we have so many Calls of people calling in of like oh mm-hmm. I- like usually It's personal like oh I can't masturbate because I grew up in a religious household and I still feel really guilty About it so there's all of that sort of stuff But like you knew all of that but you focused On this other stuff so that made, like I, th- I don't I think that you think that there's something Else there Besides Mm -hmm. what is there.
2: And you got offensive because people were saying that he might be gay. He
5: might be gay. Yeah. And I mean, I just read another comment on that is that like, he might have like some sexual trauma in the past, which again, also all totally makes sense. It's just like the specifics that you chose to include the first time around. I don't know like that. (laughs) The things that you specifically chose to include start the narrative of he might not be in To to you you and like or into women like into into like cisgender female genitalia yes and that's what like that's what like that again that's the specific stuff that you used in that first call so that's obviously where everybody went and like we didn't say it in the call like because like we're not gonna yeah that's not our place but like we implied it and like said that people in the comments would say that which they did. So, I, yeah, I'm just confused what we did for you in this situation at all. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, because you said you liked the advice that we gave. So. Yeah.
5: And, yeah, again, like, everything you said was just, so like, not what we had heard the first time. But, like, again, mm-hmm. is not new information to you. But that does, like, all, like, click and make sense how that would be, like, why he would, like be more sexually shy and like i don't think that there's i don't know i don't agree with the fact that that like your your point of thinking that there's um that stereotypically or like mainstream there's only two like mainstream ways for cisgender men to be which is like a complete right. and total fuck by fuck boy or a lost cause like yeah it's not
2: anything that we have no ever said i feel like that's so
5: opposite thoughts. of what we stand by and like what we mm-hmm. like talk about here i don't think we've ever like deemed a guy sexually as a lost cause and also like i no. think i don't know i don't think you meant it to sound like this but i do think that because like there was a lot of like you defending him f- being straight then like having that be the alternative like do you mean like in the sense of being mm-hmm. like no he's not gay he's not gay and like why is it that like you're either like this fuckboy or you're a lost cause. And I don't think you meant to have there be a correlation between being a lost cause sexually and being gay, but it does, it did a little bit sound like that. So I want to clarify for like anybody listening that that's like, I don't think that's what you meant to say or meant to sound like. And I, I, that's not, I don't think that's a thing at all. Um, and yeah, I don't think that that's how it is. Like, I think like there's definitely like, cisgender men who are incredibly sexually experienced and like sexually prowess and that's totally fine i think there are cisgender women and like like transgender like heterosexual queer whatever whatever like whatever you are like uh whatever you want to identify yeah whatever your orientation whatever you or whatever you whatever you do or do not identify as or whatever your genitalia is and whatever whatever it all is like you can be sexual and you can be like a fuck person <laughs> like you can just mm-hmm. like it, it, it's not deemed that way if we want to go into like the strictly like talking about like toxic masculinity and like heterosexual like male cisgender heterosexual culture. I think, yeah, of course there is that, um, that's what the media has done. Like this pressure of men to be like quote unquote masculine and extremely like manly and they should be into women and they should be all of like, it should be like really sexual and like they have all of that sort of stuff. But I think that's so dated and so not what we've ever talked about or stood for. Um, so I don't, I think there is an in-between with everything. And I think like, yeah, you have to learn. And we preach that all the time of like guys who don't know how to go down on you. It's not a, like, we're not saying give up. <laughs> we're like, But at a certain point, if like you're not getting your sexual needs met, it's not giving up because that person's a lost cause at all. It's just because that person's not the right fit for you. So right. I think that it's understanding that difference that, and I, and I think like from the first call, you said that this wasn't a deal breaker thing and it wasn't a really big issue to you. So that's fine. Like that's totally like if if where your sex life is at it's not exactly what you want but like it's not a deal breaker then like okay go for continue doing whatever you're doing but I don't think that yeah I don't think that it means that like there's not enough roles especially like let's say just on this podcast like in the mainstream world of course I think that like we're pretty pigeonholed to like our stereotypes of like genders and sexuality but like here i feel like there's not we don't need every like cis heterosexual man to like fucking like blah 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 like rip your top no. up like unless you want that and if you want that i love that i'm about that right. so i'm gonna date that but like it doesn't invalidate or like make anyone else like less than it just means that those people aren't necessarily right for me so
2: yeah so like what do you want I like don't, i don't understand i
5: think this is just defending the comments but like yeah I don't know. It does feel like you're kind of tying this up with like a bow and like, it's all like better and good now. And maybe you just, just need it. Maybe you did just need to kind of like hear yourself, talk, talk it about out. it and mm-hmm. register all of it. But, and also like if he's like, not, I don't know. I'm just still like in the whole, like you talked a lot about the uh, culture of men and expectations of men, but I think you also need to like, understand that him saying eating you out is gross is like you're defending like you're defending and like the, sensitive men here but like in turn he's that's like such uh misogynistic like culture women are like vaginas are dirty like that like
2: and he's also surprised that she likes going down on oh my
5: him. god wow god girl you are defending and you are like you are pioneering for like the sensitive, not superly, superly sexual prowess man. But like he, yeah, everything he's, he's kind not, of saying maybe to he's you. He's just
2: not a sexual person. Maybe yeah, he's Just
5: but then everything he, he's saying to you is could, kind of the mainstream media of like women shouldn't like sex like that. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't even put that two and two together. Like you're pioneering him for not being sexually prowess, and he's a little bit. Like, yeah. not necessarily, I surprised. don't think, yeah, he's surprised.
2: He's, yeah. I, this, I, yeah, i and even, <laughs> I feel like a lot of uh, my friends that grew up Catholic with that Catholic guilt, like, going down was still the okay that's thing, you know, like, going down on each other was still okay, because it wasn't <laughs> sex. Even some people were anal. anal, that's what I
0: was gonna say, because just, it
2: wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Vagina sex. to penis yeah so the, uh, all this is just very surprising to me yeah but i think if it- you're happy in your relationship and this is where you want to be and you're fine with how things are then good on you yeah but then also why'd you call the first one yeah <laughs> that's what i think i'm a little confused about um yeah but
5: yeah i'm a little i'm yeah i mean happy for you I don't know what you want from us at this point. Yeah. Or what you wanted the first time. Like, what did you think we yeah. were going to say? All right. Weird. Okay. okay.
2: Well, it was a good
5: update. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, guys, that's it for our episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310 694 0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, there's something in my eye um pre-order my book may 5th it comes out and i've been getting a couple messages of people who are like oh is it not in canada if you're like trying to pre-order from amazon you got to go from your amazon site like your country's amazon
2: yeah, The ca
5: yeah so a lot of Isn't people are like well what i went to the do? link in your bio and i was like yeah but it's a U.S. site like just search it from wherever you are and if you are experiencing delays in shipping you can do digital and audio those are immediate downloads and I did read the audio book directed by Melissa (laughs) we
2: had fun we did have fun I really enjoyed and I enjoyed the book I can give a first hand account about how proud I am of Megan and how good the book is and the writing is great and I highly highly, (sighs) highly 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 recommend you all to buy it it's Thanks. not like it's it's not a lot of the things that you've heard they're not things that Megan has talked about publicly so yeah. it's not like you're just it's not just videos being regurgitated to you mm-hmm. these are new things that give new insight into life and I don't even think you need to be a fan of Megan to uh, to enjoy the book
5: Oh my god, I love you, thank you. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, someone had asked I'm me if it was honest. like the podcast, like it, like all the podcast stories. And I was like, no, like it'll I'll dive deeper into like the reference of me getting dumped
2: underneath the claw machine in a Mexican restaurant, yeah. which I've like said, but like nothing else is there's a lot of things that I was surprised about, and I feel like I know Megan. Yeah, well.
5: you do. You were like, I didn't yeah. know this story, and I was like, yeah. yeah, closed book, girl. Um, so if you guys want to pre-order it, <laughs> please do. And what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram.
2: Follow our yeah, personal follow Instagrams, me. please. I don't ever post anything. But
5: yeah, you should follow. follow me. And follow me, too. <laughs> and uh, if you guys haven't watched the video version, you can check out all of the lighting that I tried to do for this that still makes me my skin look absolutely awful, which is cool. And what else? I hope no. you guys are all staying safe, staying healthy, staying inside. Yeah. No dick is worth other people, death. No dick is worth death. Nobody else. No dick
2: is worth it. Nobody death.
5: should die for you to get it fucking in.
2: Unless you're like, yeah, nobody else should die. But if it's like the greatest sex of your life and you die. During yeah, it, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm happy for you.
5: Like, I'm happy for you then. But like uh-huh. nobody else's life is worth your. Yeah. No, it's yes. just not a thing. So buy yep. a vibrator. Stay the fucking side. Only fuck people that you are quarantined with. And not related
2: to, <laughs>
5: and not. It's so sad that we have to say that. I know. Blood related or related by marriage, unless you're the one who's married.
2: <laughs> yes.
5: Yeah. So and use protection. Don't have mm-hmm. a quarantine okay. baby on plans.
2: Did you see those twins that were born? I.
5: I can't. COVID and cor- corona. That's
2: yeah. yeah.
5: Cruel fucking cruel like we just wanted to like make bring that's some awful. light to this and like make some levity and I was like I think it might end up being illegal that's so bad yeah. it's so bad it's terrible Um. well guys you can also whoever leave us
2: what left a, I was gonna say whoever left the uh message on or the review on Apple podcast that uh, I'm always grumpy oh you're stuck with me <laughs> that's that I can't that's a cancer
5: I also just want to say I've predicted everybody like everyone who's like on the Facebook group um one girl like made a post of being like uh like I'm not gonna whatever but like made a mm-hmm. post and it was what I like know exactly my what you're talking about. and I'm not gonna like say what it is because like we keep all that private but like my i the every it's all these fucking comments like answering and like giving advice and the only thing i said is are you a cancer and she responded going haha oh my fucking god i am and i was like yeah knew it knew it yeah but uh yeah i just i can yeah if you guys want this like peppy like oh like mm -hmm. also i just can't understand like am i not grumpy like
2: am i angry are you grumpy and am i angry no they said they said they no. They said that you're that you were tolerable and I was grumpy. Oh, because I they was like, could tolerate what you were you said, and then I was because I was like,
5: there's no way that they like me and then think you because like I'm not like sunshine rainbows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I get like all yeah. the time. It's like oh she's a like either she's a bitch or like yeah. So like that's what I don't. <laughs> I or like close minded. So that's that's yeah. funny. Tolerable. That's the only way you could cut it.
2: And also, if but you think I'm thank tolerable. Guys for all the, yeah, thanks, guys, for all the other nice reviews. Yeah, if you want to leave it. a
5: review uh, now, now that you've got the time, please do. Yeah. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMontz. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.
0: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.